0: Let's, let's get some silence. Let's get some silence.
1: That doesn't help.
0: While I sing about silence, let's get some silence.
1: Or for Paul Simon.
0: It seems so loud here. We wanted silence. And yet I keep singing.
1: You keep your distance. About <laughs> silence.
0: That's probably enough silence, and if you choose, you may start the show.
1: Hi everybody, welcome to Sneaky Dragon, episode 432, I'm Ian Boothby.
0: And... I'm David Ditter, and
1: what a pleasure to have you back uh, with us again. This time around, uh, Dave. Yeah, how you doing? I'm doing really good. Good health. A couple of weeks ago, you were uh, sickly, and then I the rest was of the world uh, got the, uh, got what the a, crazy. What uh, a bunch of copycats! Yeah, everyone got uh, sick and uh, scared.
0: I was there first.
1: You were. You were really uh, given it.
0: I'm. I w- Yeah. Well, can I say I'm a trendsetter? I'm an originator. I'm, uh, you know, people kind of follow what You're I do. You're a real phlegm setter. You're absolutely right. I'm a real <laughs> phlegm setter. and yeah, the world's copied me.
1: Yeah, I wonder, like, when there's because uh, we're doing recording this in the middle of uh, the end times. Um, <laughs> I wonder if uh, when there's not exaggerating, so much talk of uh, illness around if uh, if people just feel uh, sicker from just the uh, the talk the talk of it. Yes. Uh, the answer is yes. Okay, yeah. so we have an answer. The answer was
0: <laughs> yes. I do think people are highly suggestible. Yeah. And what you suggest to them, they will find themselves thinking about. And, you know, it's just sort of like talking about... It's like if you're talking to someone about that you had lice. Mm-hmm. And you had lice. And pretty soon they're scratching their head. They don't mean to, but they're yeah. just scratching their head. Like, you know, it's just... It's our, the
1: old, uh, yeah, you see someone biting into a lemon and you pucker up.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that we just, uh, you know, we're... We have that weird sort of communal you watching part watching movie
1: and you start getting aroused? It's like that.
0: Yeah, totally. It's <laughs> trying to be
1: friendly. You just watch him stepping on buildings Ooh. and you're just like, that, uh, that excites me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sexually. Sure. <laughs> it's it? like that, right? Yeah, yeah. That's what the whole uh, a, uh, coronavirus thing is like. It's,
0: yeah, it's like a crush fetish. Yeah. Exactly the same.
1: <laughs> There's nothing wrong with it when it's Godzilla, though.
0: Is there nothing wrong with it?
1: No, well, it's Godzilla. No. I think, I think uh, you're fine. Yeah. I think uh, Godzilla would just burn the germs away. <laughs> That's one thing. Like mm. when Godzilla's stomping through your town, no one's like, oh boy, I'm worried about this uh, flu.
0: <laughs> That's right. If only we had a greater cataclysm to worry about. Yeah. How about lesser cataclysms to worry about? Less yeah. cataclysm. That's my new... That's, I'm going to have a shirt made
1: with that motto. Less I'd, cataclysms. I'd be fine for less cataclysms. That would be mm-hmm. uh, that'd be all right. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, we're... Uh, it's going to be interesting in the next... Uh, <laughs> interesting. That's what you want. Um, is, uh, you know, apparently we're, we're 10 days behind, you know, like Italy and what have you. And so it'd be, it'd be interesting to see, like, by next week...
0: Mm. We didn't set our clocks back at the
1: Oh, that's right. The time, we had yeah. daylight contagion uh, time. <laughs> um, whether or not you know we're uh, more alert than more, yeah. Old, yeah. or by that point you've just reached a saturation point and you're just ah, fine. Let's just go out. Let's just <laughs> let's just go outside. We got to go outside. Well, gotta, we... We've got enough toilet paper. We're fine. It's all fine
0: um i'm not gonna say what movie it was because that actually is a movie that we talked about on Fansplainers this week
1: oh but you would you should mention though what fan is
0: but everyone if you haven't heard about Fansplainers, it is a movie podcast that ian and i do that is spoiler filled we discuss the film in great detail and talk about what we like didn't like how we would fix it if it's fixable or even if we just loved it so much that it doesn't even need our interference and
1: this this week we actually uh technically did two films that's true. We did technically do two films. Technically.
0: and uh, But I went to the theater to see this film. and It was 4 o'clock in the afternoon on a Saturday. Okay. The day after it opened. Okay. And it had me and two other families in the theater. Yeah, same deal with well, me. Well, my wife I, and I and then two other families.
1: Yeah, I, there was two other families with me when I, when I saw this yeah. uh, movie as well. Two and daring both, families. And both of them uh, talked through the whole thing. Just talked openly. Yeah. Barely whispering. Like, it would just be... Yeah, the thing. You see the thing? Yeah, the thing.
0: That would bug me so much.
1: And you know the really weird thing about having the two other families in the theater? Yeah. It was a porno movie.
0: Strange indeed. About Godzilla. (laughs) Flame on. So, um, yeah. It's, It's interesting because, well, I also went to a hockey game this week. Okay. And it was packed. It was as packed as I expected it to be. Uh, there were some empty seats, but that's that's the usual thing in sports nowadays. Lots of people, you know, buy their their um, they'll buy their season tickets, right? And then that they don't one seat for Elijah. They don't yeah. go to every game, yeah. You know, and then also for Elijah, yes. Big sports fan, Elijah. Is it Elijah? Yes, yes. it is Elijah. Yeah. Yes, it is. Anyway, um,
1: they I think you might be confusing it with the wind. They call the wind Mariah. The wind is that <laughs> what you were thinking of. That's what I was thinking of. All
0: right, and. Uh, yeah, and I guess the, I guess I saw the last Canucks game for the next, next little while because the NHL is is suspending the season for the time being. So uh
1: Oh, so they're not even playing the games. No,
0: they're not playing the okay, games. Okay,
1: cuz I thought like with other sports they were uh, playing them but just too empty
0: No, them. no. I think because they can um not pay the players.
1: Ah, okay. If
0: they if they have if they run the games and have no one there, then no one's paying to see the players play, but the players are getting paid to play.
1: I have a completely different question about hockey that I would like to ask. Okay. Are you comfortable with this? Like a steering off of uh, the. Yeah, yeah. Plague?
0: I don't know. Who it, it's who? Okay.
1: It's not a plague. Okay, fine. Uh, that's what they said in ancient Egypt as well. Uh, but then who's laughing now, Pharaoh? Um, so. That's e- Pharaoh. Wh- why do hockey games, professional yeah. hockey games, yeah. unlike other sports, have no mascots?
0: They have mascots.
1: They have a mascot come out like on skates yep. and like a skate around. Yep. Oh, yeah. They have like a whale. They have
0: Finn, Finn the, the orca. Finn the orca. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so, um, like uh, the game I went to, with my, I w- took my wife to it. That was the first hockey game she's ever been to. Okay. And it was. Because
1: you a, usually take your mistress.
0: <laughs> I usually go with a friend. Mm-hmm. That's what I prefer to call my mistresses, by the way. Or Godzilla.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> you got excited, didn't you? And um, so it was the first one she ever yeah, went yeah, to. Yeah. And what was kind of. What was kind of funny with the game was, one, it was a really good game. Okay. There was... Who were they up against? Uh, the Islanders, New York Islanders, who aren't like a great team, but it was a fun game anyway. Um, they
1: keep going by going, I'm skating here!
0: Skating here! Well, they're from Long Island, though. I don't know if Long Island Aye. has that. Does Long Island have the... Oh, doe, yeah. yay! Really? Yeah. Is it? That Long Island? Hey, watch the puck! Oh, hey. hot dogs! Uh, so- oh, feels like I'm more from New Jersey! Oh,
1: okay. Fair enough.
0: Which is the New, New Jersey Devils. Hey! So are they... Um, yeah, I mean the New Jersey Devils have a devil for their mascot. I don't know.
1: The Jersey Devil is not a devil, though, right?
0: No, it's some sort of a animal, right?
1: I think so. That's a good question. Tell your story.
0: I'll tell my story. So Lisa went, and so yeah, it was a it was a the four shots the beginning of the game, four shots at the beginning of the game, three goals. That's how the game started. So like okay. three goals right away, and then there was an eight goal game. It was tied four four at the end of the game, and I was like, said to Lisa, I was like, oh, this is. I so said, I hope you're enjoying this game because this is unusual. Like, we got a, like, lots of goals. It's a tie game now, so we're going to go into overtime. So we went into overtime, but I got to tell you, overtime hockey, it, What you, did you find out? Yeah, I did. What is it? Okay. It's uh, an imaginary creature.
1: Oh, it is an imaginary creature. Yeah. Yes, that's right. Uh, it's a legendary creature. Yeah. Okay, so here's what it is. It's a creature. Uh, it's a, it's, it's a flying biped. It's got uh, hooves. Uh, but the common description is, It's uh, like a kangaroo uh, with a head of either a goat or a horse, bat wings, uh, small arms with clawed hands, (laughs) legs with cloven hooves, and a forked tail moves very quickly and emits a high-pitched, blood-curdling scream. That sounds like Jersey to me. Uh, It's supposed to inhabit (laughs) the uh, Pine Barrens of South Jersey.
2: Oh, wow.
0: And so people have seen this, obviously. Yes, many people have seen this. Many yes. people have seen it.
1: The Jersey Devil, absolutely, yes.
0: Hey, people aren't suggestible. What are you trying to say? So um, so we went into overtime. But I'm going to tell everyone a secret about overtime and hockey, everyone. Because what they've done with overtime and hockey, not in playoffs, but in regular season play, is they've made it so that there is a goal, goalie in each end. The goalie stays in the game. And then the teams can only put three men on the ice. Oh. So they're leaving that's two. exciting. You'd think so, but no, it's not. Oh, it feels not? very okay. slow. Okay. Cause no one's like, it's, you don't have to like dodge someone who's coming towards yeah, you, right? All right? So both teams kind of hang back. Okay. Or and one team gets the puck and then they sort of hang back and then they'll come in. And if they're not happy with how the setup's going or whatever, yeah. they'll like circle back out of the. Out of the zone. And of course, now, now it's a possible offside. So their teammates have to leave the zone as well. And then, and then they'll kind of go back in. And, and then the, it's just, oh, it feels so floaty. And then there's the chance, there's chances. Yeah, there's chances, but not a lot. And it was okay. But I, I I'm, I'm not sold on this whole, it was the first game I've gone to that had like a, uh, overtime. So no one scored during overtime. The, the Canucks had a nice ch- couple chances at the end of the, end of the overtime, which was pretty exciting, but they didn't score. And so then we went into the shootout. Okay. So I said. So I said, like, Lisa, I was like, "You're getting to see a shootout now. Like, not only you get to see overtime, but they're having a shootout this game." She's just like, "Yeah," because she doesn't know. She's never been to a hockey game before, so to her, this is normal. It's a normal game where you score a lot, a lot of exciting plays. There's a two-on-one that connects. You know, two-on-one power play that connects. I get out of that. The you know they have the overtime, and then they have a shootout. That's just normal. So then, so they had the shootout, and the connects win. Tux one, and so when they won the game, Finn, the orca mascot, okay. came tearing out of the end of the rink with a big giant Canucks flag, waving it, and he skated around the ice. So yes, they do have a mascot. Oh, nice. So yeah, the kids like mascots, obviously. But the th- did pro- the other team bring their what mascots? Walk- what you're thinking about what hockey doesn't have? Yes, is cheerleaders. Like you'll find cheerle- okay. cheerleaders in basketball. You'll find cheerleaders in They'd be too in cold. football. But yes, it's very cold. And what they do in lieu of cheerleaders is they have girls with shovels skate around the ice, picking up the uh, the ice, like the the debris, the ice debris that gets you know kicked up by the skates and stuff. So they'll get rid of that like during uh, commercial, like commercial breaks. Okay, they'll just have like a. A phalanx of, of of young women come out. They've added guys to it, so that's much fairer than it used to be. But sure. it's still, majority women. But there's probably more women that skate. So like when in,
1: uh, when they would do the uh, throwing octopus onto the ice, uh, would they have to like pick those up as well? Would that be part of their? That's duty? usually the
0: that's usually the job for the linesman or the referee. Okay. And um, we don't do the uh, octopus on the ice here. That's only in Detroit. Okay. That is our tradition. They have there.
1: That's a weird tradition.
0: It is a weird tradition. I don't know where it came from. There was an attempt here to start throwing salmon on the ice, but then someone looked at how much salmon costs and oh, they yeah, went, yeah, "That is a dumb Even idea." Like,
1: you could ch- chuck some cans, but that would someone get hurt.
0: I, I think it's I think it's crazy that people throw their hats on the ice when there's a like a power like on a then there's mm. a hat trick in the game, like a little. And that seems like an expensive, Did you, crazy uh, throw thing. Your hat? Well, then there was no hat trick. No one scored mm. it three times.
1: Did you guys at least have some uh, hot chocolate or anything? Like that?
0: No, no, we didn't need anything. Okay, we got there in a bit of a rush, so we got into the game sat down on our seats real fast, and and then, I don't know, I don't want to stand in line to get junk. I, I stood in line to go to the bathroom, but that's it.
1: Okay, did they get any hot chocolate while you were in there in the bathroom? No, I didn't. Oh, well, just ask. <laughs> it's the third stall, not twice, just going to get any hot chocolate. No, thank you. you just see what they say. That seems like
0: the wrong place to get hot chocolate. All right, well, yeah,
1: whatever. Mr. Fussy.
0: I am. Fussy Boots.
1: So, anyway, Dave. Yes. The Jersey Devil. Yeah. Okay. Uh, one of the first sightings of the Jersey Devil was in Uh, 1841, and it was uh, Joseph Bonaparte, who was the brother of... Alfred Bonaparte. uh, Napoleon Bonaparte. Uh, Oh. He saw the Jersey Devil while hunting on his uh, estate. Okay. Uh, In 1840, uh, the Jersey Devil killed a bunch of livestock. Similar attacks were reported the next year, accompanied by tracks and screams. Uh, It it, it enjoys stealing chickens. Sure. So that's the problem for you. You're a chicken owner. Yeah. But then it kind of went away until 1909. Okay. Uh, when there was a rash of uh, uh, Jersey Devil, yeah, uh, business business happening. Sounds, uh, yeah. sounds suspicious. Yeah. The uh, p- people. Uh, yeah. Well, and there's been some hoaxes. Uh, someone uh, took a kangaroo and added bat wings to it and some <laughs> artificial claws.
0: <laughs> that's terrible. I hope they didn't. They just tied them on i hope
1: here's a problem too it's like where'd you get the kangaroo from in jersey like did you break into a zoo like Mm. where where are you where are you getting a kangaroo are they sure it wasn't a giant mouse it could be a giant mouse this is that mistake has happened before
0: yeah it's not not an unusual mistake to make when you see a kangaroo just
1: a big screaming yeah and uh there's a group uh, who are uh, in New Jersey called the Devil Hunters? Yeah. Uh, who also refer to them as official researchers of the Jersey Devil. Oh, brother! Uh, they devote most of their time to collecting reports and visiting historical sites. Yeah, sure. Uh, in order to find proof that the Jersey Devil does exist,
0: still at it are they? Yeah, I'm wondering. Good luck, the, gentlemen this, and ladies.
1: This really feels like uh, in search of must have must must have covered this. There is no way that didn't happen. And what was it,
0: what was in search of?
1: Uh, in Search Of was a TV show in the uh, early 70s with Leonard Nimoy as the host.
0: I think late 70s, but okay. Was it late uh, now, 70s? Now I remember it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
1: but yes, he was covered in the episode In Search Of Monsters. Ah. Yeah.
0: They mentioned Did they mention the Ogopogo in their uh, this is a, this, survey of monsters? This, Probably not, because Ogopogo is Canadian, and who cares about Canada?
1: This is a very good question. You
0: know what's strange? Tell me. I don't... Is there a Great Lakes monster? Is there like Soupy? Who uh, lives in Lake Superior? Or
1: let me first of all say you were correct about it. it's late seventies, nineteen seventy-seven to nineteen eighty-two is when the show was on the air. Uh, Great Lakes monster—that is a good question. Where would because it, it feels like Lake Erie just lends itself.
0: to It, it lends it? itself totally to mon- like the Erie monster.
1: Yeah. The, the, yeah. So maybe I'm it's
0: sure. too maybe it's too on the nose.
1: Well, I'm gonna. T- I'm gonna I do like one. the
0: name Soupy. I'm gonna just go there and pretend I saw one and name it Soupy.
1: Uh, Yes, there is Oh, uh, There's Bessie And that's Bessie. from Lake Michigan that's That is right.
0: not original at yeah, all, everyone
1: It is the lake monster at Lake Erie uh, First recorded sighting of Bessie Occurred in 1793 huh. um, More sightings have occurred Intermittently and greater frequency In the last three decades So I'm, I'm thinking this is the, the Great, 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 great grandson Slash daughter of Well, apparently
0: of, there's uh, more than just one Bessie. now
1: Oh, is there, is there more?
0: More than just two, I guess I should say Oh, okay because if there's more, then there had to like uh, no way. Oh, would you're right because
1: they would have to have had unless, yeah. unless it reproduces asexually. Uh, and what's
0: the fun of that?
1: Well, you know, you ask a komodo dragon, they can do it. Oh, really? Yeah, a komodo dragon can do that.
0: That must make for a really static. Oh, uh, sorry,
1: there is a Lake Superior dragon as well.
0: Ah, yeah, called the Lake Superior dragon. Yes, and it's no way, no way, no way near as cute as the ogopogo.
1: No, no, the ogopogo uh, rocks
0: because it's not only a great name Ogopogo. Yeah. but also it would be on the little in the milk cartons when i was a kid like the the Okanagan based dairies there would have like a little Oh, i think you meant the like went missing and they No, it didn't so go they missing. Decided
1: the way to find it would be on the milk carton. This was a way to promote it seems per- bad taste.
0: It was just like a promotional thing, but it would have the Ogopogo and it was like a cute little uh, cartoon. I really I really liked the uh, art. I uh,
1: I I think there's a couple of pictures of me as a kid on an Ogopogo uh, statue that's that's there.
0: Mm, yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And in no way was it just waves that people saw. No. Of course no way not. at all. No. Never. Totally an ogopogo.
1: There's no uh just straight out ocean uh, monsters, eh? They're all just stay in uh, lakes. That's uh No, there, that's are, there are there are there are ocean, ocean monsters. monsters, yeah, yeah. Like I know there's sea serpents, yeah. but I don't know if there's a specific sea Because, uh, like,
0: yeah, there's a picture, I can't remember the name of it now, but there's a there's a famous picture of like a giant sea snake kind of thing that was uh came ashore or was found in Vancouver Island. Oh, okay. And it's, it's something, it's, it's uh, pretty amazing. I don't know what, uh, what it was. But I mean, because, you know, there's that, there's that study of zoology called cryptozoology, where there's people who insist that there are certain animals that have never been found, but that they actually do exist. Um, uh, some have been found, like some that were considered, I don't know, I can't think of, I don't know the names offhand, but I do know that some that were for a long time considered legendary and not, not being real were, were actually discovered. So that isn't, so that's just like, you know, uh, fire to the To the idea that there's You know A Sasquatch or whatever
1: I just did An episode of Talking Simpsons uh, It was the uh, The episode of the show Oh Cro- Mr. Boasty Cry of the Simpsons Call of the, Call of the Simpsons uh, uh, Where they go camping And then Homer is Is mistake. that
0: when they buy The motorhome And then go camping yes. In the motorhome
1: And then he's mistaken For Bigfoot
0: So good that one
1: That was a big uh, episode for Albert him. Brooks with Should the uh, motor- listen Listen to me On the uh, show
0: They should listen to you On the show But Albert Brooks Is the motor motorhome uh, So good so good.
1: A cowboy Bob. Yeah. One of many Bobs in that uh, first season. Um, uh, but uh, the, the fellas on the show, Henry and, and, and Bob, another Bob, um, but a real-life Bob, uh, Yeah, were, were asking me about Bigfoot. Uh, and
0: Well, they have Bigfoot, don't they? Oh, no, they live in California.
1: Well, this is the thing. They're their fellas who are in their 30s. Yeah. And so Bigfoot is not a thing to them. Like, to them, they were saying that the thing when they were kids... Were uh, aliens, gray aliens. Oh yeah, that yeah, was there. Yeah. That was there. Oh, uh, uh, that's but, right. But when I was a, a, a youngster, and you were a tyke, when I was a tyke, Bigfoot was was where it was at, and yeah. even more so, kind of the half generation before me, which is where the Simpsons writers kind of okay. come from. They're okay. all real Bigfooty uh, types. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, Bigfoot has really kind of fallen from uh, from uh, you know anyone gives a shit.
0: <laughs> well, I remember as a kid, we hardly ever did anything. Like I remember we wanted to like build a um neck and, and sort of torso that we could float in the water, then take a picture in the fog of it. Oh, okay. And claim that we saw it in the pond in, in Monday Park in Coquitlam. But we were also were uh, obsessed with I'm sure we've talked about it on the show, but we uh, my friends and I were obsessed with, with, with sasquatches or with Bigfoot. And we would build we'd draw and cut out these little Bigfoot shaped uh, characters and then we put skis on them and we'd ski them down a big ski slope that we put up in our classroom. <laughs> this is my grade four class, which was a terrible class. I thought
1: you were going to say that you tried to fake it uh, in the woods and put them in the woods. And no, no, we didn't them.
0: do that. No, we would just we had this big uh, ski slope that ran from the chalkboard down to our desks. Mm. And why the teacher didn't just come and take it down, I have no idea. That was a very odd classroom, to be honest with you.
1: Oh, I see why they were high.
0: The teacher was okay. high? Oh, yeah. I don't think so. That teacher didn't seem like the high type.
1: Yeah, they know how to cover it. They're functioning. Uh, They're functioning. <laughs> functioning, the drug functioning high
0: people. Uh, yeah.
1: Why did... Exchange. Okay, so Bigfoot was very, very popular. Sure was. And I kind of get that because, you know, it's it's both in America and Canada. We can't relate to it. Why did the Loch Ness Monster really take off? Who gives a shit <laughs> about... Because, like, you know, like about this Scottish yeah. monster. What... Was there ever a TV show or something? That well, was it has like... been in
0: movies. It's in was the, it? It's in the, the private life of Sherlock Holmes. There's a the Loch Ness Monster turns out to be a submarine. Okay. That's being used to do some nefarious thing.
1: But it was like, those were the two, speaking of Godzilla, they were the Godzilla and King Kong of uh, their the, my childhood in yeah. uh, Mythological Monsters. Oh, no, yeah, you're right. With Bigfoot and Loch Ness Monster. Yeah. And again, I get Bigfoot. Loch Ness monster. What? Because <laughs> there was tons of river monsters and lake monsters. Yeah. Why? Why Loch Ness? What was the publicity like? Like again, uh, like there was some Bigfoot movie when I was a kid that I remember the trailer from that yeah. terrified me. Which was woman, she's in a room, and then the Bigfoot hand comes through the window. And <laughs> it was like ah, oh, it was terrifying. Yeah. But like, what was the Loch Ness monster movie?
0: Yeah. There's no movie, but there's a picture of the Loch Ness monster. Right? Yeah, but
1: it's not that... There's no
0: pictures of the Ogopogo. There's no pictures of Bessie or, or, or Soupy or the de- Devil. But there's a picture of Loch and Monster. So if you're reading a book about... It's a
1: pretty ba- basic picture.
0: That's fine. It's a picture, though. Like, there's something to hang your hat on. Like, the rest of these things, Ogopogo... And that spreads it's around even, the world,
1: and we just won't stop talking well, about it. I mean,
0: around Canada, anyway. And then, yeah, around, you know... Yeah, it's England. England's big, it was, England was a big deal at one time. I know post-Brexit that seems unbelievable, but in the days before Brexit, England was a big deal. We cared about what England was doing. And if England thought it had a, a prehistoric monster living in a lake in Scotland, we were all over it.
1: Yeah, I mean, we got, yeah, we really got nothing. There's, there's very, very few uh, Loch Ness monster uh, movies. You got your Water Horse, Loch Ness Terror, Incident at Loch Ness, but none of these are big films. Yeah, yeah.
0: I'm not saying film. Because we weren't watching movies about the about the Bigfoot well, either. That's what
1: that's what got uh, the well, there was the Bigfoot movie, whatever that one was. There was like a Bigfoot movie, like in the late seventies. Oh, really? Was, like, a big Bigfoot movie. But I mean,
0: that was cashing in on an already existing craze that existed right. before. I think it was more books. And then that Harry came on. and the
1: Hendersons came on, and uh, you know, you had uh, uh, what's it, Six Million Dollar Man? Yeah, and you had Bigfoot and Wild Boy. And so on and so forth.
0: Do you do you know the other thing we cared about in the in the seventies that we probably didn't need to care about?
1: Uh sex.
0: The Bermuda Triangle.
1: Oh yeah, jeez.
0: Like what was that big deal about a triangle in Bermuda? We didn't care. What you're saying, like uh Lake and Scotland's beneath our notice. What about the Bermuda Triangle?
1: Yeah, we flew through it. I remember when I was a kid. And uh I was like, Oh Yeah. Here we go. That's the end of us. <laughs> no, you're here still
0: here. Here we are. Turns out you're still here. Yeah. You were wrong, I wonder if that's Ha-ha. where
1: Fantasy Island was located. I no. don't know. We had a lot more magic back then, scared of monsters. We
0: lived, we lived in time, yeah. We just, yeah, I just think well,
1: didn't have no snopes,
0: didn't have snopes. And you know, there's like those time life books of, of yeah, the cult you know and stuff what? Like I think that was also a part of it was the
1: time life books. For some reason, having time and life, who are both legitimate magazines, yeah, publish like books about. Bigfoot and Loch Ness. (laughs) Books
0: about garbage. And aliens. And, you know... Witchcraft. Mummies. I like the witchcraft book. You know why? What's that? Naked Women. Which, to my junior high school mind, was just what I wanted to see. Hello, Ladies in the Coven. Or is it properly pronounced, Coven?
1: Yes, we all saw that movie. Such a good movie. Yeah, the uh, the, the, the first four episodes of In Search Of, first one was In Search of Ancient Astronauts.
0: Okay, racism oh how so the idea that uh it's a european idea obviously this the uh, idea of of space astronauts oh and the idea of course is that no ancient civilization of brown people could ever
1: do these things
0: that without europeans helping them so of course it had to be some aliens came down and did it
1: i feel bad about this now okay so this (laughs) one is
0: uh that's my own theory
1: yeah and again it was the uh, the second one was in search of ancient mysteries that was uh ancient mysteries yeah it was it's a very vague world and yeah. connection to the possibility of the aliens visit earth Pfft. then the outer space connection it seems like we're doing all the same thing yeah yeah and then uh, man beast myth or monster and that's where we got into the bigfoot uh, ah, okay. all these uh, four these are actually four specials and they were all hosted not, not by uh, Leonard Nimoy
0: not by Leonard Nimoy oh
1: but uh by Rod Serling
0: ah that give him Did that give them an air of believability? That yeah, that I think
1: made? they classed up the joint.
0: He classed it up with his.
1: It's weird though when they came back for the very first season of the TV show, you would think like we're going to start with the uh, we're going to start with aliens or ghosts yeah, yeah. or something big.
0: No, we're going to start with spontaneous combustion.
1: I think they would do that later. Okay. But this I'll tell you the episode title and you try and guess what okay. Uh, okay. what this was about. Okay. And, and you're not going to. Uh, okay, I won't. All right, but, uh, but still, let's, let's do it. Let's try it. Uh, it was called Other Voices.
0: Other Voices? Yeah. Huh. And... Uh, is it a... Go oh, ahead. Sorry. I was going to say, is it about like spiritualism, like seances and stuff like that? It is not. Oh. Is it about... Uh,
1: three more guesses.
0: Three more? Only three more guesses? Oh, dear. Well, okay, I'm going to throw, throw it away on guessing. Is it about talking butts?
1: Nope, no buts. Okay,
0: that was a throwaway guess. Okay, so um, other voices. How about <laughs> how about twins who are murderers?
1: Oh, I like that, but in no way is that connected. with what Okay, we're talking about here. how
0: about other voices? How about crazy ventriloquists?
1: No, though, boy, that would be creepy. If it was all ventriloquist dolls that uh, yeah. turned evil. Yeah. Nope. Okay, what is it? It is uh, ex- examines groundbreaking experiments that show the possibility that something responds to people's thoughts. What I'm going to ask you one more time. What do you think it is?
0: Is it plants? Yes. Well, it, that's boring. <laughs> what a boring thing to start with. What would you start with that first? That sounds like a mid... Like something you put on before, like the... While
1: you were talking about this, the plant behind you started crying at, like, thinking that it was so boring. <laughs> hey,
0: Sorry, plant, that you're boring.
1: Just picturing, like, what this would be. It's like, it's yeah. someone thinking at yeah. a plant, yeah. and then just looking at the plant... <laughs> That's good TV.
0: I think, my, I think my, my capsule comment of boring sums it all they up. They
1: saved Atlantis till episode 10. Yeah. Do you want to start with Atlantis? No, no, no wait. No. Check this shit out. <laughs> you ever see a plant? Yeah. Okay. What's what if it, like, can hear your thoughts? Uh-huh. Oh, how do we okay. visually represent yeah. that? Yeah. We'll just, like, look at, a, look at one.
0: So so is it going nice. to... So if we put someone in a chair... Yeah. Staring at a plant... Yeah. We're going to see the plant grow.
1: No, it's not gonna grow. Just it's not still. gonna grow. No, we're gonna be still.
0: Okay, well so it'll maybe turn greener. It'll have like some sort of reaction nope. no, to no no, 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 no. Hey,
1: hey, calm down. Calm down. Maybe for season two. <laughs>
0: slow slow your boat. Slow
1: sir. down. Yeah. <laughs> slow down. I do remember episode sixteen, which was about Dracula. Huh. Which uh which In
0: search was, of Dracula? Yeah. I guess there's historical precedent for Dracula it was a that's the thing. Person. Like,
1: I did not uh, realize when I was a kid yeah. that Dracula was in any way connected to anyone real. I just mm. thought, "Oh, it's Dracula. It's a vampire." And then, like, we're gonna go look uh, for Dracula. Well, they what? What do you mean they're looking for <laughs> Dracula? What do you mean? He's not real. And then I think like it was uh, someone in my family went like, "Oh yeah." What do you mean? Oh yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? Oh yeah. Dracula's real. <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah, and he's I was right. like And then you get to learn all about Vlad the Impaler. And it's like, oh, well, this was him when he was a regular guy. Well, this won't be disturbing until he becomes a vampire then. What? This is way worse than being a vampire. (laughs) Way worse.
0: He's the subject of a not very good TV show on Netflix.
1: Oh, what's... Dracula. uh, Yeah. But Vlad the Impaler isn't.
0: No, no, not Vlad not, not the Implant. Because
1: really. uh, people sticking stakes up uh, other people's butts. That's not, uh, that's not <laughs> Does Netflix. Doesn't fly anywhere? That is Amazon Prime. That is
0: strictly for In Search of.
1: Maybe HBO.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, they, the season finale was The Magic of Stonehenge.
0: Ugh. Yep. Ley lines and all the rest of it? I guess so. Okay.
1: Yeah. Uh, you know,
0: there's more than just Stonehenge, everyone. There's the Standing Stones of Stennis. In the Orkney Islands.
1: Oh, tell me about it.
0: It's like well, it's not like Stonehenge, but they're more like. Uh, that sounds
1: like something uh, Doctor Strange would yell when he stubs his toe. By the standing, standing stones, stones of Stannage.
0: St- I wish he would, Stennis. Yeah, they were. Uh, they're a they're a circle circle like a circle of rocks. Okay. But they're like flat. They're not, and they don't have like the they're not the I can't remember that shape's called the Dol- Dolmouth or whatever the you know the two the rocks tar- with one across. Okay. Yeah. They're just like st- standing stones or stones that have been dug into the ground. And so they've been there for, you know, 10,000 years or whatever. Some of them are damaged because farmers decided to blow them up just to get them out of the field <laughs> because they're in the way. And then someone went, no, 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 no. Those are very important. But so there's the standing stones of Stenis, okay, And so they're, they're done in some way that's like a calendar or whatever. No one's quite certain what these were for, used for. And then there's a place called Maze Howe, which is a burial chamber that's about a mile away or so, maybe two. And now, in the old days before the, the before the earth shifted a little bit, when the sun shone through the through the standing stones mm-hmm. at a certain time of the year during like the equinox, or whatever or solstice, this, the the um, a beam of light would just go through through the stones and it would go into the burial chamber of Maze Howe, and it would shine on the wall inside it. Mm. Why they did that, I don't know, but I guess just for fun, just for effect. And then, uh, yeah.
1: So what's so impressive about Stonehenge? What's, uh, is it just that it's so old? And I think that, it's so big. How did you make it?
0: It's so big. Like the stones are so large. Right. And it's, yeah, how did you make it? Like how did you get this stuff okay. that came from like the coast of Wales oh. here into the mid-England? I've actually been to them, but not to them. I've been near them.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But at this point in our trip, we had kind of like were touristed out. And we didn't want to pay the exorbitant amount of money they want for you to actually walk toward because now they're like behind chain link and all this stuff. Mm. They're kind of like the, they're like the Mona Lisa. Yeah, of, we went
1: ne- we went near them, and uh, there was yeah. a couple of spots on the ground where we walked to, and we're like, "This is really warm. It's oh. weird." Yeah, I didn't know what that was about. Mm. But it was like, "Oh, yeah, it's really warm here." And then he walked over here, I'm like, "No, well, that's not warm. All right, walk back here. <laughs> yeah, it's just warm. Maybe it's just something underneath the earth that yeah. they, they had there." Okay,
0: we went to some that were nearby. Like an Avebury or some kind of name like that, and and they were they're not in as they're not in the pristine shape shape of uh, or condition of, of uh, Stonehenge though, but there were similar ideas, similar things. There's quite a few of them spread around England. They're just a popular at the time thing to do, make circles. Not walks. to get
1: too personal about your uh, other members of your family, but have uh, any of the other members of your family really traveled around like Europe and checked stuff out? Is that something that just interested you, or was that like a big family thing? I'm not talking about your immediate... Uh, like, not your wife and kids, but... Yeah, you know, no, your, no, uh, I don't know what else. Parents or I, no, brothers or anything? No. No wanderlust for... Uh, no, my brother...
0: No, I should say that. My brother did go to Italy. Okay. I, I think he went to Italy. I'm just curious. Yeah. But no, I am I seem to be the one who likes to go to those places.
1: Yeah, I got... To, my sisters like going... Well, one sister likes going with her family, but mostly to places where they can uh, drink. Mm-hmm. They go to Mexico, a yeah. Drinking thing uh, and other places where yeah. drinking is uh, Las Vegas. Other places, yeah, as well. were anywhere that you can uh, really get a good drink, yeah, going on, and they'll come back, and the kids will go like, "We all tried tequila, I'm like uh, what? <laughs> why? Why?" And, and then get told it's okay. Kids drink there, I'm like okay. <laughs> I don't want to be this uh, uncle, but uh, huh? Stick in the mud. Yeah, this uh, I don't know if this is the best idea in the world.
2: Hmm.
0: Well. I never let the girls drink, so what do I know?
1: When they're in uh, France, they wouldn't uh, be have their own uh, wine.
0: Well, we you know we don't drink wine either, so That's it's just not right, a thing, yeah. right? So it's not really a thing in our family drinking.
1: Yeah, we again, I I sometimes mention that my sister's godfather was uh, the definition of an alcoholic, and so you know he we used to have these little stubby bottles of Lebat fifty, okay, and he would go through twelve to twenty. Four of them in a day. Wow. And so he would just stink of uh, of Labatt's. Like yeah. just stink of it. And uh, also he called me Rosemary, which I didn't like. But, uh, I <laughs> well, because you
0: didn't drink 12 to 24 bottles of... But occasionally he'd butter.
1: be like, yeah, you want to try some? And like, all right, I'll try some. And then it reminded <laughs> me so much of him, which was so off-putting. Yeah. That I had this real strong association with, with that, which is why I don't think I drink beer. Like mm. uh, it's just so meh. I don't have any bad whiskey memories of anybody. No one okay. I know was pounding whiskey. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but yeah, just, just beer, especially cheap beer. Oh, boy. That just takes me back <laughs> to that guy.
0: Yeah, I don't like the smell of beer. I
1: sometimes wonder, like, I wonder what happened to him. And they go, like, of course you know what happened to him. Just it dissolved. He just dissolved one day. Like, he was walking down the street... Bless him. Hope he's all right. And uh, he just dissolved. And then he was just like there was just he was just a puddle on the ground. Puddle of beer. Yeah, that was was it. Yeah.
0: So he left for the world. I think so. That's sad.
1: It is. Hmm. Yeah, I'm sure he was. uh, I'm sure he was fine. And like all people of that era, I'm sure he was functioning at work and was fine, and would drink 24 beer and then get into a car and uh, drive. And (laughs) everyone would be like fine with that, or get on a skidoo. And uh, drive, and it would all be fine. Because back then, I don't know, that's what happened.
0: I know. My dad used to tell us, when I was a kid, my dad would tell us hilarious stories. You know, hilarious, quotation marks. Hilarious stories of driving, like, to the States and drinking there. Yeah. And then driving back. Like, blast, like, just oh, wasted yeah. driving back. Like, sure. And, like, the stories of, like, how drunk they were as they were driving and how, and he'd be laughing when he'd tell these stories. And, and, of course, as kids, we had, like, no value judgments to make on that because we didn't, you know. We didn't have like, it wasn't really talked about the same way it is nowadays, like drinking and driving and stuff like that, right?
1: When did that uh, become a thing?
0: Yeah, I think someone listened to my dad's stories and went, this, we, should stop, we should probably stop people from doing this. Uh, it, feel, it feels like. I mean, to be it, fair to my dad, he was driving back from the United States at a time when there was like, he was just driving through farmland. Sure. You know, like through Surrey. It was just like, no one lived there. You yeah. know, like it was a very empty place. So, you know, like it's just a different world now. There's just so many more people. Of course. You know, there's way more risk yeah, to that kind of behavior did, uh, than there used yeah, to be. Yeah, was it,
1: was it like early 80s that drinking and driving was like a, a big thing? And uh, yeah. like the big push? Yeah, I just can't remember when. Like, Obviously, like... Uh, well, wait, 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 actually, this is a question. When did seatbelts become a thing? When did Ralph Nader really push the seatbelt thing? Was that like late 60s, early 70s? Well,
0: Ralph Nader pushed the seatbelt thing, but it wasn't law. It, I don't think it was law in the United States until the late 70s. Okay. And I remember coming in, in the in the 80s? Here in Canada, but I didn't wear my seatbelt for a long time, after, even though we were it was legally required. I didn't bother. But you were
1: driving; you were a passenger.
0: I was a passenger, but it doesn't yeah. matter. You still, you not know, you know, wear a seatbelt because make you a better driver. It's just, mm-hmm. you know, but yeah, and no, I just didn't bother wearing a seatbelt.
1: It's still strange to me. Almost every cab driver I see doesn't wear a seatbelt.
0: Hmm. Yeah, the idea of driving now without a seatbelt on is—I is, just don't feel comfortable at all. Like if I, even if I just like park at our mailbox and then you know drive. Like a half a block, not even a half a block, just like, you know, like 10 meters and then turn into our cul-de-sac and drive home. Uh, I don't feel comfortable. Yeah. I feel very vulnerable. There's
1: people, again, of the generation before us that uh, I'll be driving with and uh, they won't wear a seatbelt. They'll be like, yeah, I just yeah. don't feel comfortable with one. Yeah. Like, yeah, but still do it. <laughs> you should. And also, so I don't have to hear this. Ding. ding yeah, that's ding,
0: the that's ding, a more, ding, more annoying It, it
1: stops there. eventually. Does it? Why not just stop it now?
0: It's <laughs> done eventually. Like what? You know. Yeah, it is very strange, isn't it? Um yeah, I can't remember why I started wearing a seatbelt. Like even when I like when I bought my first car, when I or bought my that Charger, the Charger had seatbelts in it, which at that time were optional. Um but it came with seatbelts. It came with a but it was funny because there was a separate lap belt and shoulder belt. Yes. So I, for the longest time, I would just wear my lap belt and just left the shoulder belt yeah. done up above above me. And then I was talking about so your a,
1: waist will be fine when your head hits the dashboard. When it
0: hits the steering wheel. And I was talking to a former time. You we talking about seeing this movie where this woman had smashed her face into a steering wheel and had lost her lower jaw. Yeah. And I was like, hmm, maybe I'll start wearing that lap belt. And so I started wearing the lap belt. And I think that's how I slowly just started wearing seat belts. the you just stop living. In, you know, you stop being immortal, and you got to deal with the fact that you know you're you are fragile. And so I started wearing a seatbelt. Now, like I say, now I can't even imagine, and my daughters would just be inconceivable to them the idea that someone would drive without a seatbelt on. Just insane.
1: It got were were your daughters growing up in a time where you had to have the car seats until they were like quite old.
0: Not not to the age it is now. Like now, it seems. Yeah, it's very a weird thing with weird. my niece.
1: Yeah, like of course she's a teenager now. But like until like way I think late, until eleven to the years point old, where you yeah. Thought, like yeah, eleven. Yeah, yeah. Like eleven, I was getting on the bus by myself. <laughs>
2: I know it's
0: so
1: weird. You know, just like hey, so pack weird. a knife in case there's trouble. You know, and off you go on the bus downtown. Bye. Stab, stab, stab. Should it come down to it? Yeah. But yeah, you have to get into your special seat. All right, fair enough.
0: And of course, I have Scottish relatives, so our car seats were like of the the not not like the most recent vintage. So ours weren't like super safe that way either. Okay uh I you were for, say they were like tartan for like for mary anyway for eve they're more standard ones but but yes i mean i mean accidents will happen that's a problem yeah, i mean i think
1: the costello let us know it's always, and touching, it's to always touch it and go yeah
0: he did say to pump it up that's a different album though he oh. changed his mind he, then he then he said accidents will happen that was the, the album after that one okay he realized pumping it up could cause lead to accidents will happen
1: well all of his army i got nothing else
0: we for here's a here's a blow your mind thing all right please we have, a, we have a calendar at home in a, on the February month of February. It had a picture of the Space Needle under construction. Mm. Space Needle in Seattle. Kind of neat to see under construction. So there's a bunch of guys working on the Space Needle up in the, the top part of it, the very, the very domed top of it. None of them are harnessed. None of them have any kind of ropes tying them to anything. Yeah. They're just walking around completely untied. And then a friend at work was showing me some video, some video on YouTube he'd found of New York City. In, when they're building the Chrysler building sure. and it was like a footage of like you know looking out over the city you could see like all of New York of that time period and then it was shots of these guys iron workers and stuff working in you know a, super high on these skyscrapers and of course once again none of them have any sort of safety harness anything they're just walking around on the it's just nuts so obviously there were deaths but for some whatever reason at that time period people were okay that like you might you fall and die when it
1: was a big building like an Empire State building Yeah. Would you would have to expect some deaths. Like, well what amount of deaths is acceptable to build a building?
0: Yeah. Three? But I mean if you have five But if you have avoidable I mean if you have a deaths that are avoidable just by having like, you know, you connected to a to a some sort of rope harness that keeps you from plunging to your death. Like that's an avoidable death. Like sure, there can be accidents. There's a there's a shot of these people trying to put one of the one of the bird heads. That are on the top of the Chrysler Building, you know, like uh. along the, the the roof line, and they're like working away. They're like all struggling to get this thing on because the the metal's kind of folded up and it won't let the the head slide on. And they're pushing it down. And they're working, and one guy's like pushing as hard as he can, and he's pushing <gasps> against a, a railing behind him as he's yeah. pushing. And you're just like, this can't be safe. But I mean, that's just the kind of dumb accidents that can happen, you know, like because partly you're Like I'm, I know when I this is nowhere nowhere as comparable but it was still like quite high when i used to hay yeah you know and we get like seven layers of hay on the on the hay wagon you know you'd be like 30 feet in the air by that point and i would just be like happily working away 30 feet in the air dragging hay around on this thing on a moving wagon that was like wobbling through a field through a you know up and downy field and i didn't even think about it though because you're just busy working so you just get comfortable and you stop thinking about the height you're just working away right and I'm sure they were the same. Also, a lot of them were Mohawks. They had yes. And they had this very, um, uh, you know, they can call it machismo, of course, but this sense of machismo where you didn't show fear, you know, and so to, have, to be to harness was to show fear. And so they would just want, run around and jump and play and goof around on these uh, girders in the sky, at, you know, whatever the cost. At least you weren't showing you were scared.
1: I mean, I, whenever I hear stories of you on the fishing boat and saying like, and then I'd go off the side to swim, to do something, to unhook something. Yeah, yeah. I'd just be like, well, that sounds bananas. <laughs> that sounds bananas.
0: That, that felt very safe. Where it felt unsafe was when we moved at night. Like we would move at night, we'd pull up. We'd have to take all the chains down around the, the boat. Yeah. And then pull up our lines and stuff like that. But sometimes I would still be working. Like I'd still have fish to do, like to gut and clean and stuff or re-clean before they went into the freezer. And so, you know, you're standing out there and I'd have my arm hooked around this, this trough where I would clean the fish and I'd be like, you know, w- washing them with one hand <laughs> and t- using a spatula. I'm like, these fish are not going to get good grades. I'll tell you that right now. But I'm not going to let go of this this trough because, fuck, I don't want to fall in the water. Because if you fall in the water, that was it. You were dead. Like, as soon as you fall in the water, you're done. You're dead. You might as well forget about it. There's just no way they could ever find you. Yeah, First, they'd have to notice you were gone. And both of them were in the cabin. Second, they'd have to turn around in a big loop and then somehow try and retrace their steps in the sea. Never, you can never do that. So no, you're just you're gone.
1: Yeah, I had another friend who from uh, from high school who worked a bigger fishing boat. Yeah, and yeah, he he was saying like you know the first uh, first like two weeks that he worked there, like two guys died. And you know, there's one. It was like a guy who was like uh, hooking whatever the rope up, like tying tying the ship up, and it okay. got loose and basically just like cut the guy in half because it was like so taut. It just yeah yeah like a whip. Yeah, and there, I forgot who the how the other guy passed away, but he just went yeah, and everyone went like yeah. Like what you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's normal. And that's yeah, He would he would do that for like you know weeks to months at a time. Yeah, and yeah. It would Just be yeah. Fishing boats, people die on them. That's yeah. what happens. Yeah. Like oh, we that's dangerous. Awful. Dangerous work. I'm hoping that he uh, is now full time working as a, an author because he was also okay. trying to be an author. I'm like, well, good. Get on with that. Get on with the author thing because very few authors get cut in half by their work by mistake. Or yeah. Fall off the boat or <laughs> you know he would also talk about like. How you'd be scared by a ghost at night because there were so many ghosts on the boat as well. What really? Yeah, huh? like uh, you'd, be, have you'd be out there looking, looking out through the uh, glass, and then just like a pair of uh, hand imprints would would appear, like in the uh, in glass in front of you. Which seems like a weird thing for a ghost to do. Yeah, I thought... it's more like there's a, there's a there's reasons, of course, for that.
0: Some of this guy was exercising his storytelling abilities. For yeah, it could be, bit. and
1: that's and that's good for him.
0: That's fine. Yeah, I used to do that as a kid. I would lie lie like anything, and sometimes it would. Bite you in the butt.
1: I get the feeling it's not a lie as much as you made yourself believe it while you were in this weird environment. No, no, I was lying. Oh, okay.
0: I was lying. I just like to tell stories. And if I found someone who liked to hear stories, then I would tell them stories. And I would, I would couch them as reality because that was more engaging to people of that age. Yeah. But, you know, like I remember <laughs> I would tell all these elaborate street hockey stories to this guy in, in grade six. Because I had just come to this school, so I didn't really have any friends. So... And I'd be like, oh, yeah, we used to play street hockey time. I never played street hockey. I could not play <laughs> yeah. street hockey. It saved my life. And um, I would tell him all these stories. And, of course, he just loved them. He just ate them up. But they're all, like, just made-up stories. And then one day he's like, oh, you should come play street hockey with us. And I was like, uh-oh. But then I was like, street hockey, how hard can it be? You know, it's like street hockey. And yeah. uh, so I went home, got my brother's stick. <laughs> he was left-handed. I was right-handed. That was my first mistake because now the bend is going the wrong direction. Ah, <sighs> it did not go well. did not go well for me. Let me just say,
1: and then you became a better story than the ones you told.
0: <laughs> you sometimes you have to. You gotta. You gotta know when to fold them. That's what I'm saying.
1: <laughs> yeah, that uh, the gambler he uh, gave some really basic information. Yeah. That, how do you do this? Well, you gotta know how to hold them and know how to fold them. Yeah. Yeah, we know. Yeah. yeah. So it's
0: it's no, no, no. He's not telling you that you need to do those things. He's telling you that you need to know when to do those things. Ah, and that is the actual skill. Anyone can fold them anyone can hold them right but only someone who really understands the game can know when to fold them right. or when to hold them
1: and every hand's a winner and every hand's a loser yeah yeah and the most that you can hope for is to die in your sleep
0: is that the song yep i don't know the and
1: too, uh, so. then you turned to the gambler and went like thanks for cheering us all up <laughs> yes gambler do uh, you ever see the muppets version of that
0: Pro- was it on the muppet
1: show What's that? Was it on the Muppet it Show? It was on the Muppet Show. Then yes, I It was I on Sesame it. Street. Really creepy. No, I was uh, Yeah. He's with the count. He's Do with you the what's count your money when you're sitting uh. at the table. <laughs> Two pair. Oh, I shouldn't have said that out loud. Fuck my towel. Oh my tail is terrible. <laughs> there was then it
0: was Bert folding clothes. You Gotta know when to fold them. Nah. Nah.
1: Uh no, what happens yeah. in it is uh it's it's uh, the gambler's there and he's given his story, yeah. but then the gambler dies. Oh, uh, midway through, yeah, and then the gambler's ghost is dancing uh, above, above hand, and uh, yeah, it was it was interesting. Yeah. That show got uh, dark sometimes.
0: Yeah, it could get dark. Yeah, yeah Tim no Henson
1: wouldn't uh, be afraid to uh, turn on the no. dark whenever he needed to. Well,
0: oh, he made the dark crystal. He knew he knew. That's a
1: pretty dark crystal. That dark crystal. It's pretty
0: dark. I've never seen all that movie. I find the uh, main characters very off putting.
1: Did you watch the new nope. version? Yeah, there's problem. Yeah, they are off putting. <laughs> they're off-putting i really didn't like how it ended at all but i was impressed by it yeah I was like holy moly this is uh yeah i heard
0: someone good. raving about it and i was kind of like maybe, it is
1: raveable maybe I should watch as long it. as you're on board with it but it gets it really is holy shit what are you doing like you can't do this <laughs> oh my god huh. like it's uh yeah that sounds interesting yeah
0: now you got my curiosity.
1: How much do you want to see a Muppet bleed? Well, uh, <laughs> if you want to see it? We well, we've lot, got that actually. going. Yeah. Do you? Yeah. Oh, well, then we're we're fine. I got a
0: kind of I'm kind of bitter against Muppets. So. That's
1: fine. Uh, now, Dave, you've got uh, a, a book in front of you. I would like to do like at least one of these. Uh, oh, okay. An episode uh, where we do a little quiz. Sure. So uh, would would you be cool with like quizzing me on a, a little bit of uh, trivia? Sure. Okay, thank you. Sure, this is uh. This is how I keep sharp. This is how I keep my brain yeah. sharp.
0: This is a uh, brain exercises. All right, here we go. This is uh, from the top ten of everything, two thousand and three, okay. a book by Rus- Russell Ash. Uh, do not
1: kill. Do not commit adultery. Do not cover your neighbor's wife. Do not cover your neighbor's ass. Uh, keep the Lord's day holy. Do not take the Lord's name in vain. Don't uh, pass no, go. Do not collect. $200. Don't forget. There's
0: only one God. You cannot. You cannot uh, worship any other God. Okay. That is number one.
1: There is no God on but the list. one true Jehovah. There you go. That was a, that was a thing that someone, uh, told us in grade six, which is like, people can take the Bible and they can quote it to suit their purposes. I'm like, well, how do you mean? Well, I'll tell you. Do you know that the Bible says that there's no God? I'm like, what? Yes, of course. If I kept going and say there's no God but the one true Jehovah, but I could just stop a little early and, uh, just uh, use a bit of it, and then uh, f- uh, falsely represent what's inside.
0: Okay, I got one for you here. you ready?
1: Yes, sir. Sexiest Muppets.
0: Sexiest Muppets.
1: Okay, you moved that glass, right? That wasn't a fishing yes.
0: ghost? that was not a, f- a ghost from the fishing boat. All right, so this is the uh, top ten. Yes. Oldest.
1: Top ten numbers.
0: Oldest. Nine. Underground Railroad Systems. And this is not the... Metaphorical un- Underground Railway of the uh, Oh, okay. The, the oh, that's the very, very difficult This is the oldest underground Railroad system. What would you, what city well, Would you say? Well, my assumption
1: would be like London.
0: You are correct Okay. Now you want to take a guess at what year it was It was uh, built?
1: Uh, I'm gonna go Or uh, opened, I should say 1860.
0: Opened. Wow, really good 1863. Okay. Amazing uh, Do you have a guess for the second one?
1: I'd go New York, because I think That was... Then you would be wrong I would go like about 1890 for New York.
0: Uh, you would be wrong.
1: Okay. Uh, what is the second... Uh, uh, wait a second. The second line largest... So the second
0: one is a nov- it's, a, it's a... I'm
1: not going to get any of the others now.
0: Let me just tell you. Okay. Let me give you a hint. It is a country that's kind of Eastern European. Okay. Now, if you can name the country... Uh, it's okay if you don't get the city. That's okay.
1: Yugoslavia. No. I do not know. Hungary. Oh.
0: Budapest. Opened theirs in 1896.
1: All right. When was New York?
0: New York is number seven on the list, 1904.
1: Really? I thought it was a little earlier than you that. You
0: know what, what city, what American city was before New York? Would you care to guess? It's an older city than New York.
1: Uh, would it be Boston? Yes.
0: Boston opened theirs in 1897. Glasgow and Budapest opened theirs the same year, 1896. Okay. Paris was opened in 1900. And we'll finish it off with Berlin, New York, Philadelphia, Hamburg, and then Buenos Aires. Hmm. So. Um, now
1: And uh, when was the uh, When was our SkyTrain in Vancouver?
0: 1986 That's right But that's not underground That's an above ground Some parts are underground That's true So I'm going to ask you about the longest rail tunnels now Oh dear lord Now you don't have to guess length or anything like that But I, this, is, this, is, this is a different sort of question I want you to guess which country in the world Has the most longest rail, rail tunnels Switzerland Switzerland you say uh... Oh I didn't notice this. It's tied with another country. So you're right on one. Would you care to guess on the other country it's tied with?
1: Um,
0: Think of a country that... New Zealand. Think of a country that has a lot of trains in it. We think about trains when we think about this country. We think about... Denmark. They have bullet
1: trains. Oh, Japan. Yes, that's
0: right. Japan and Switzerland both have three of the world's biggest tunnels.
1: Okay. New Zealand must have some, right? Because all the mountains? Nope. Okay, then. Fuck that. Uh, (laughs) Canada. Nope. Really?
0: So it's Seikan in Japan, the Channel Tunnel between France and England, okay. Moscow Metro in Russia, the London Underground in the UK, Dai Shimizu in Japan, Simplon 2 and Simplon 1, which is in Italy and Switzerland, and the Verena, which is in Switzerland, the Shinkanmon in Japan, and the Apennino in Italy okay. are all super long tunnels.
1: At least uh, according to uh, this book from 2003. 2003. Has anything happened since? You know what? It used to be fun to do the tallest buildings in the world. Now they all got names I can't pronounce, so to hell with it. <laughs>
0: the Kai, whatever. Um, okay, here's one for you. Yes, please. Top 10 Okay. bread consumers in the world.
1: Well, I, I'd i have to go France. France enjoys uh, uh, bread, for I'm sure. I'm going to tell you right now. Wait, so are we talking per capita, or are we talking in total? As in, like, it would have to be the size of the country?
0: I'm going to say... It is per capita in 2000.
1: Per capita? Then yeah. I'd go France.
0: It is not even on the list.
1: What? France loves a frickin' uh, baguette.
0: It is not on the list.
1: Okay, then America.
0: America is not even on the list.
1: What the shit? Yeah. Okay, um, Italy. Um, Italy
0: is not on the list.
1: What is happening? <laughs> Japan, then.
0: <laughs> Japan is not on the list.
1: What the shit? What country? What world okay. is this? I'll
0: tell you which... Do you want to hear which the top country is?
1: Yes. Turkey. Who would That why would they be that much? What I don't know. You don't they have you ever heard of? Hey Dave, have you ever gone to a store and go, like, give me some of that Turkish bread that everyone likes so much? I have
0: not. It's weird, isn't it? Uh, 440 pounds. It's crazy. Wow. Yep. Here they go. Turkey, then Serbia and Montenegro. Oh my god. Bulgaria.
1: Okay. Not not Slovakia.
0: No. Latvia.
1: No. Egypt. No. Uh, Egypt, maybe.
0: Saudi Arabia.
1: Holy shit. Estonia. Yeah.
0: Romania. Okay. And Lithuania. They all love their breads. Oh, my God. Wow. That's pretty good, eh?
1: I guess. That's... I don't... Wow. I don't... I, wow. Okay.
0: This is, okay. Here's an interesting one. Sure. Countries with the most fast food restaurants. Number one. What do you think number one would be?
1: Again, per capita or just in density?
0: Rest, the number of restaurants they have in 1999. In this in this uh...
1: Okay. For fast food restaurants. Yeah. Well, I have to go America. Number two. Okay, then Japan?
0: Japan is number
1: four. Uh... Oh, that's a tough one, then. Fast food. What do you count as fast food? France?
0: France is not on the list. They only like slow food.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. Like, what, what, do, you, what do you count for this?
0: Just think of a country with a lot of people in it. A lot of people. Okay. And they'll well, have that's a lot why of I restaurants. Went, that's
1: why... our oh, China.
0: China's number one, yeah.
1: Okay. What do you count as fast food?
0: Well, they have McDonald's in, in China. Okay. 500... And 54,170 fast food restaurants in China, as opposed to 177,125 in America. Canada is number eight in the list, with 17,036 fast food restaurants in 1999.
1: Shit. Okay. Well, we've uh, talked in the past, I think, about the highest rated television uh, episodes.
0: Yeah, that's right.
1: Have you talked? So number one, of course, we know, would be MASH. Yeah. What was number two?
0: Do you want me to check it again?
1: No, no, you, I don't think you got it here. I'm gonna oh, I'm gonna go with okay. like now. As in uh, Yeah, when, did number you two is was it Dallas? I think you mentioned it was Dallas before yeah. with that. But uh, I got a different one here for number two. Okay. Yeah. <sighs> so the Who Shot Jr, like the Who Done It. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that yeah. was number we got number three with that. Okay. Yeah.
0: So this one's been pushed pushed down a bit. It
1: is a sitcom. It it's a sitcom, a sitcom and it's a sitcom from the nineties.
0: Final the final episode of Cheers. That's absolutely
1: right. Oh okay uh number four is also a sitcom and it was a final episode that probably helps you
0: Mm. so it is
1: from the late 90s
0: late 90s was it the final episode of friends nope late night oh seinfeld
1: that is uh that is right
0: why did i say friends when seinfeld existed
1: and then oh lordy there's a whole bunch of roots (laughs) yes and then uh and then a whole bunch of this mini-series uh that is not roots okay but is a forbidden love story. Forbidden, forbidden, love, forbidden story. love story. Forbidden love story. It's that Planet of the Apes. Yes, uh, the monkey monkey uh, diddlers. <laughs> no, it was the Thornbirds.
0: Thornbirds. Oh yes, really. Yep. Thornbirds. I do remember that. Yeah. Uh, being a thing at the time. There's was someone like Richard, Richard Cham- Chamberlain. Yeah. Yeah. Is yeah. Richard Chamberlain still Jane alive? Jane Seymour. I think he was, was in
1: him. so much. Like he was a Shogun. And yeah. Yeah. He everything, was, and he was Doctor like Kildare, the guy uh, of uh, thing. And now, now I just want to see. He He was was kind of a
0: weird-looking dude, too. Yeah,
1: he's an oddball, but yet was insane in all these insanely popular shows. Yeah, yeah. and was good agent. uh, Good agent. Was the priest that you wanted to have sex with before? uh, uh, What's it?
0: Before it was cool to have sex with priests.
1: Yeah, before uh, what's it? uh, That uh, British thing that everyone enjoys—the British lady talking to the camera and whatnot. Okay, Uh, you know, sister strumpet uh, uh, fornicator. You know whatever that show is called, Fiddle Faddle. You know what I'm calling it? Flip oh. Flip Flipnorp. Flip you know what I'm saying?
0: Oh, Fleabag. Yeah, that's
1: it. Do you say um, she's a nun? Uh no, there's a oh, priest in it.
0: Oh, a priestant. In si- in oh, okay. Season. Played by Moriarty.
1: Yeah, and uh Richard Chamberlain, very much alive. Is he? Yeah, very much alive. Huh. At the age of eighty-five.
0: He was the less impressive Chamberlain.
1: Who was the more impressive Chamberlain?
0: Wilt Chamberlain.
1: Oh boy.
0: Wow, wow, wow. So I'm
1: gonna turn now to our letters page. Oh which is which I'm going to look at the time. Just going to
0: glance down.
1: Yeah. Which is one w- way of,
0: It's high time you went to the yeah, we
1: one one letter. I want to make sure that you get home in time for sleep. Yes. Um so uh we were talking on last week's show about uh, Star Trek and whether or not uh Psst. they eat their poop. So
0: <laughs> no done. one answered no one answered any of our questions, but we got this as a response.
1: So you know what we're going to do. Yeah. We're going to roll those questions over to next week. Oh, boy, everyone. We're going to keep asking them until you answer them. And then we're going to ask you for more questions for a separate thing. Yeah. Doug Van Diver writes, Hi, dragons. Hi, Doug. Uh, In the Star Trek universe, I think you are right, talking about me, not you, that they replicate uh, soup in part with poop. The characters in Trek don't care because the poop is zapped so far down into the micro level that nobody considers it gross. They eat their poop soup Uh, Because what happened to the poop first is, and this is me assuming now, that it was broken down into protons, neutrons, and electrons, which by that micro level have unquestionably lost their gross factor. That's Uh, true. Yeah. In and of themselves, none of those subatomic particles contain a germ because that's impossible at that level. It's also impossible at the atomic level. And it's even impossible at the molecular level. Germs are made of molecules in certain configurations. Oh, Lord, do we know that now. Viruses, <laughs> all such things. So uh, whatever assumption works for you, uh, for it to not be gross, which level deep into the micro world replicator works to transform poop into soup, you can assume that the Enterprise replicators go down to at least that level. Yeah. But think about this. Mm-hmm. When you eat your soup today, have you considered that it too could have particles... That at some point, we're in poop. It's probably true. When you remember that living beings have been sharing the surface of this planet for millions of years, and the fact that uh, matter is constantly being moved around and uh, reformed, organic matter particularly, the soup in your bowl is of course not made out of new matter. It's been around. Particles of it almost certainly went through at least one living being's digestive system at some point, whether recently or not. What we don't have is the benefit of the enterprise's fictional soup replication technology to break down matter to whatever micro levels eliminates grossness. Enjoy your lunch. <laughs> and uh, and uh, and we will. Yeah. Well, Did you dust. say the
0: name of the of the writer?
1: Yeah, Doug uh, Van Diver. Thank you, Doug. And so uh, you know we. Uh, thank you for that. Dust.
0: Can dust. I just say thank you for that deep Van Diver?
1: There, well done. Uh, but like dust, you know, you got uh, flakes of skin in that floating yeah. around. You're gonna get some nice skin on your soup. I'm sure. I mean, it's all fine, yeah, we're, yeah, we're fine. all eating each my, other. My my
0: objection more was more to how complicated it would be to do this this thing. But if, if but you, you guys you, say but it's you're easy, your
1: complicated was like to stop off and get some goop. Uh, yeah, yeah, but and, I mean, uh, that's
0: just that's as travel. Travel is about stopping off and, you know, you have to have outposts and you need to have trade and you need to have stuff moving around. That's I
2: don't
1: follow, that's, that's the world that's the, way the world I don't follow works. Star Trek really, but let me ask you this if uh, You're more of
0: a fan of Starship poopers.
1: <laughs> Indeed I am. Um uh, star, sorry. <laughs> Sequest. Uh, I, I don't know. Forget it. I got some something that I always, I'm not going to do it. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, and also, I know everyone was waiting for my Sequest jokes. So no, I'm not. I'm not doing it. I'm not, <laughs> uh, not until. Uh, not until next season. Um, but did anyone go to season. a planet? Yeah. Uh, in the Enterprise. you know, you're asking me this question? I am. Well, you've seen okay. some episodes.
0: I have seen some episodes. You're right.
1: Did anyone ever go to a planet and mm-hmm. uh, get sick? As in, like we don't have a we don't have a cure for this uh, disease that these aliens have. But I think they did in no *Star Trek: idea. Next Generation*. Oh, did they?
0: Yeah. Okay. I think it might have been Riker who got it, got sick.
1: Like some kind of space herpes or something.
0: <laughs> he deserved it. Uh, yeah. No, I think I think that was in an episode.
1: Yeah, I was just curious if that ever uh, mm. showed up because that seems to be a thing. Well, like, you know maybe the enterprise folks sterilize themselves before they go down to a planet i assume they would yeah but you know the planet that doesn't know enterprise is showing up today yeah, yeah. you know they It's got not ser-
0: sterilizing itself and yeah they have they'll, they'll have yeah they'll have viruses and diseases that humans have never Do remember or whatever what they happened
1: are. to uh, to Riker when he had his uh, disease grew a beard Ooh, i know is that what caused that that
0: severe yeah
1: oh that's too bad do you sort of playing jazz oh no <laughs> it was a this disease. is terrible th- disease this is always my thing with like, like the alien Enterprise. disease it's just sad that in the future they haven't come up with a cure for either uh, baldness or jazz <laughs> you know. I like
0: jazz so do
1: you
0: I do okay why do you say it like that
1: Hum your favorite jazz go
0: well it's pretty right I can, now, it can be pretty obvious ready yeah um I wish I could think of the tune now. Do 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 do. do, do,
2: do, do. Nice. Take the eight. No, it's uh, take,
0: <laughs> take five by the Dave Rubik Quartet. That was my. Uh, it's a very my, easy one to do. That was
1: my father's favorite uh, favorite song. I could
0: do pick up sticks from that one too sometimes, but I can't think of the song. They that played
1: one. that song at his do, uh, do, at his do, do. Uh, service. Oh really? Yeah, that's
0: right. I remember that. And, you, and they played one by. There was one other one that was played because I know he mentioned Oscar Peterson. Yeah, big Oscar Peterson fan. And then there was another. Can't think of the name. of
1: Here's what I feel bad about. Like, he was a huge Oscar Peterson fan. I did okay. take my younger sister to uh, to an Oscar Peterson concert, and also a Dave Brubeck concert. He kind of got her into jazz, which was nice. Um, but uh, when I think Oscar Peterson, unfortunately, I think of uh, Coffee Mate ads, because he did a Coffee Mate <laughs> I ad. I don't remember those, but okay. And he'd just be playing, the you piano. Know, coffee Mate goes great. Coffee Mate soothes, smooths the flavor, so let Coffee Mate let your cup of coffee taste great. And... <laughs> He's, he's Oscar it, Peterson. The, I shouldn't remember hey, that should as remember like it. his it's, main song. It's the
0: coffees you don't drink. That's what they say. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so the questions were rolling over into Okay, we're rolling one. over these questions. Rolling back the questions. Uh, what's something cultural that a parent or guardian took you to that had a big effect on you, like going to see Oscar Peterson yeah. or Dave Brubeck? That would have been and, great. And uh, who is your favorite classical or modern fine, in quotes, artist? So there. One huh. of those.
0: Yeah, answer these questions, people.
1: Yeah. Now, uh, speaking of questions, we need more questions. We do but need no, more we questions. we don't want to ask the questions. We want to answer the questions. That's true. Why? What's going on?
0: Whoa, you're asking me. I am. I, sorry, three to my question. Co- well, everyone, just so you know, episode 450 is fast approaching, such as time.
1: Oh, God. Morning.
0: And what we want from you are questions, because it is our question and answer episode we do these every 100 episodes. Like I said last time we did it at 50, 150, 250, 350 and this is 450.
1: Yeah, and we might finally get it right. And
0: we're, <laughs> we'll never get it right, but we will always have fun. So, and the fun is in your questions. So what we would like you to do is put together questions and we were going to we're going to have a prize pack. We'll have a prize pack with a t-shirt and some stickers and some buttons and maybe some books. Yeah. Whatever we can think of, we, we're going to we, put into we, this thing. We do books? We'll have a mug.
1: Probably have a sparks in there. Sign. We'll have a something.
0: coffee mug. We we'll, may have a sparks in there. Yeah. So, or we will have a sparks in there. And hmm, maybe by the time we do it, it'll yeah, be August. Curious, so we might yeah. have a we might have a sparks too to give away yeah, as well. Yeah,
1: Sparks. Uh, we have a new sparks book coming out called Sparks Double Dog Dare, drawn by Nina Matsumoto, written by myself and Dave did the coloring on it. Worked very hard on the coloring. Look for the pages where he was falling asleep doing it. <laughs> and, uh, and they're and Yeah, that uh, that'll be out uh, in uh, early August.
0: Yeah. So we uh, today we got an email from a listener. I'm not going to say who, but uh, that'll be a surprise for later. But the listener has sent us five questions for us to answer uh, for episode 450, and now those five questions mean that mean that he has five chances. Oh, you
1: said he. Now that is specified.
0: I meant it in a. Now that the, that they they have. There you go. They have. Uh, Good save. Thank you. They have a
1: hundred percent chance of winning, unless uh, yeah, they have a
0: hundred percent chance of winning unless some people, other people will enter. So, so don't let someone walk and away break with it. Their spirit, like really drive <laughs> down their odds. That's right. So he has five chances to win our prize pack. Uno, dos, tres, cuatro. So six. it's going to be a T-shirt. It's going to be a mug. It's going to be a book. Yep. It's going to be some stickers. Sneaky Dragon stickers.
1: And uh, roll a toilet paper and superior Purell
0: from <laughs> toilet paper because I know in the future draw. that will be
1: especially valuable. That
0: will have some value to it. People are selling them on on Facebook market right now.
1: Are you having any trouble finding toilet paper?
0: Well, no, we have toilet paper in the house that we bought a while ago. Okay. So we're fine. We do not unlike many other people in this world, we don't go through extraordinary amounts of toilet paper. Oh, no shit. No, no, we do shit. But you know, reasonably. A reasonable amount. Apparently some people please don't. everybody.
1: Shit reasonably. Yeah.
0: <laughs> take reasonable shits don't over shit
1: i uh i have this both, uh, both
0: episodes now but last week's episode and this episode
1: i have suspicions shit theme. that when the um when the the virus thing kind of blows over as it as a shell uh they're gonna be all these people with toilet paper yeah. in their homes and they're just gonna start TPing other houses <laughs> <laughs> they're just gonna just i guess shucking it at, at trees yeah covering cars
0: well, I guess if you do run out, just annoy one of your neighbors that you know have a lot of toilet paper in the hopes that they'll TP your house and then you'll have some... Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, oh, normally,
1: this is the drag for me, is I like to go to bed dressed as a mummy and I usually wrap myself in toilet paper, <laughs> you know, just to just to scare my wife. I like, like, yeah, yeah. my hands. Sure, sure. Put some scepters in there. Oh. And I like to wake up by doing that, uh, you know, nice crunch thing where you just do like a straight uh, rise out of the uh, bed. do nice,
0: But you can't because you're you're wrapped in a uh, swaddling clothes as it were mm. so uh,
1: yeah and do the uh, mummy thing where you go Rrr. yeah yeah i don't know why mummies are supposed to be scary back in the old days
0: i think it was the relentlessness of it the so, cr- idea of the curse showing really.
1: like a boris karloff mummy yeah how would he kill a person
0: is it that scary were people scared of that okay
1: but well, my question though is like what would he do like so, you have yeah, the mummy. It's like, oh, no, here comes the mummy. And you could just run or walk at a fast pace. Yeah, he yeah. would slowly be coming after you. Would he just corner you because he knows the way? Yeah, I don't know. Is Cause he it, very strong? Cause because it?
0: obviously the idea of the mummy as a scary thing was based in the Curse of That Yes. That killed some people. Which pe-
1: is uh, one of the uh, in-search-ofs.
0: Yeah, that killed some people. It, you know, Obviously, all coincidentally, it's really ridiculous. But anyway, oh. they died 20 years apart. What amazing... Um, exactly 20 years apart. Yeah, well, that is kind of amazing. Um... But yeah, I think it's probably based in that in that legend and so then they thought, well that's scary. Or so, people are so scared of that.
1: The people that died from uh, in, in Tutankhamun's curse. yeah, uh, they die.
0: Like one of them choked to death and, okay. and but, when but in the old years later to, had a heart attack. They're true. old people Did too. Did you ever so. see the
1: Boris Karloff movie? No. Oh, well then you can, answer my question. Okay. This is what I wondered like uh, you know, Have just, you seen it? No, that's why I'm asking. Like oh. he's a slow moving mummy. Yeah, yeah. What's the deal? Like Get get away. Like, the wolf man's going to chase after you. He's fast. Frankenstein, well, yeah. Frankenstein, frankly, you should be able to get away from that yeah, guy. Yeah. He's a pretty slow mover as well. Dracula, nothing you can do about it. He's fast, and he's a bat, and he's a wolf. You're going to be killed. I get it. Yeah. But, like, the mummy, and also Frankenstein, once he grabs you, he's very strong and big. Yeah. But the mummy looks regular sized. Is, he, is the mummy super strong? Is he going to choke you? What's he going to do?
0: The real Frankenstein story is so much better than the movie Frankenstein. Yes. The movie Frankenstein is, frankly... Frankensteinly, not that, uh, not that interesting.
1: Like in the later Mummy movies, he can uh, you know control sand and do everything mm. and and summon you know all sorts of like beetles and, and, and business
0: scarabs. I believe you mean
1: scarabs. Sure, you know. But uh,
0: I rode in the Mummy Ride at Universal Studios,
1: and what 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 is that? It's uh, a roller
0: coaster. But at one point, you you stop, and then it's like you get ta- you get all these uh, beetles coming out of the screen oh, running towards okay. you, and then. And then, like the air blows on you, and it blows these little like wiggly things, so it feels like beetles are running along by under your legs and along your legs and stuff like that. It's okay. a little, it's a little freaky. Here's how someone does. And then, and then the roller coaster goes backwards really fast.
1: Oh, that's pretty good. Okay, that's good. So, uh, so yeah, someone reads an ancient uh, scroll, yeah, the life giving scroll, sure, the Necronomicon, uh, and that makes uh, Imhotep rise. Mm. Sight of which uh, drives a person crazy. He laughs hysterically. And the mummy shuffles off with a scroll, but doesn't kill the guy. Yeah. So that's that's thing one.
0: But does he die of laughter, or does he just go? Does he? Does I don't he think he, just, he
1: dies. Actually, now I'm thinking about it. He just he loses, laughs.
0: Loses marbles.
1: Yeah. Okay. I'm looking. I'm not seeing anyone dying here. Uh, I'm not seeing anyone dying mm-hmm. here. I'm not seeing anyone dying here. I see no one dying here. He's it's, it's fine. It's if, all good. If you have a choice of of monster to have fight you, yeah. Pick the mummy.
0: Pick the mummy. Is this a desiccated old old goof?
1: And I suspect that if somehow... Uh, no you...
0: no disrespect to mummies out there. I'm no, no, sorry I no. said that.
1: Uh, we have a lot of listeners who are mummies. Uh, I suspect if and you pushed daddies. him in some water, he'd die. Yeah. Like if you pushed him in the Nile, like a crocodile would just eat him and that'd be the end of sure. him
0: too. Crocodile Nile.
1: Yeah. No, he just... Yeah, he's trying to make someone his bride and mummify so an a nice sexy lady and do all this kind of business. God, what a cliche. Yeah, I don't see what the big thing would sad that is. Those of you who have seen the movie The Mummy, the old the old-timey movie The Mummy... Uh, from, uh, you know, old, oldie days. Uh, what's up? Yeah. It's from 1932. What's is it,
0: up? Is it actually scary?
1: Yeah. Is it scary? Is it, how's is the, it atmospheric?
0: How he is it atmospheric? I've, just, I've seen a picture of Boris Karloff as the mummy. Yeah. And I think it's an effective still image of a mummy. Sure. But I've never seen the film. Mostly because it doesn't sound that interesting to me, to be honest with you. Mummies. What can you do with them?
1: Yeah. The scariest thing to me about Boris Karloff was he had a comic book uh that uh, that's right that uh, i would uh, read as a kid and mm-hmm. be, uh, at the barbershop yeah you read at the barbershop or some random yeah. place yeah it was boris karloff's uh, tales of uh, mystery well
0: man. he's the host of one of my favorite horror films which is uh, black sabbath he's the the he's the master of ceremonies he's the one who okay. introduces the it's a portmanteau film or whatever you want to but anyway it's a you know briefcase uh, film, so there's like three different stories, and he introduces them, and then stars in the last one. Oh, nice! Or maybe it's the middle one. I can't remember. the The problem with the uh, Black Sabbath is it was it was uh, issued in North America by by um, uh, what are they called International American? What's that one that um, that uh, Roger Corman worked for?
1: Oh, that is a very good question. Amer-
0: American International. Oh, anyway, it doesn't matter. Anyway, they're the ones who released it. And I've just
1: got the uh, the the french names here are the
0: they censored it terribly oh they took out there's like um there's a uh, episode called the phone and they added it it has like a kind of lesbian subtext to it and they edited all that out because that was too a little too much for the kiddies at that in those days So I was guess course,
1: karloff in the drop of water
0: he's in the Verlach, The
1: verdlach okay. which is a vampire story oh okay
0: that's very good it's very good story yeah drop of water is my favorite one but yeah I've talked about it before. I've talked about it many times because I All like right. it so much. so
1: we recommend, once again, Black Sabbath. Black Sabbath.
0: Okay. Also the band Black Sabbath. I also recommend the band Black Sabbath. All right. For their clunky horror, hammer horror music of like <laughs> the 70s. <laughs> best song by the Black Sabbath? What yeah. do you think? Oh, not not Iron mean. Man. Nope, not Iron Man. Not, par- I, not Paranoid. No, I you're wrong. You're wrong. I name one to save my life. Best one? Fairies Wear Boots. you got to believe me.
1: Fairies Wear Boots. Yeah. yeah, it's the best
0: one. Oh. For, for the title alone.
1: Okay. Uh, how about the Black Sabbath, which was the 1949, uh, uh, forget it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what are we going to say?
1: <laughs> eh, doesn't matter. Everything's fine.
0: It's no dead of night.
1: Everything's fine in the world. I'm bailing on so many things right now. But you know what? We're all so, you know, we're again, we're in the middle of uh, the plague that Dave is denying. I know you don't like
0: horror films, but can you watch old horror movies?
1: How old? What's what are, what's going on? In like
0: fifties, forties, fifties horror films? Maybe I don't know because they, like, uh, they're, they're much tamer than modern ones. Or is sure. it just like the concept of it really freaks you out?
1: Like I would like to see the Haunting. I've heard good stuff about that. That's a very good movie. Yeah,
0: I like that movie a lot. Uh, another good one you'd like a lot, I think, is the uh, the un- I think it's called the Uninvited, okay. with Rima Land uh, as an American couple who buy a little seaside house in, in England and have a ghost. But it's a very good. Uh, I just wondered if you'd find those scarifying or just you know that they're tame enough now and and and, you know compared to what we have nowadays with you know like cgi faces turned into turned inside out and all the rest of it
1: again i was to tell you what scared me the most of anything else that that i've ever seen on television or film it was in search of probably oh really those would be the scariest thing like i think the scariest things for me were here's where i that pretended to be real you know well here's here's here was what uh would scare me um, like I could probably take if it was like, we're going to sit down and we're going to watch a scary movie. Yeah. we all sit down, we watch a scary movie together and it'll be fine. Yeah. Here was my problem was they would advertise horror movies, uh, just on television randomly. So mm. you'd be watching Three's Company and then an ad for, uh, you know, uh, what's it? It's the, uh, Anthony Hopkins, uh, movie. Oh, sorry. Magic? Oh, you're
0: thinking not Anthony, uh, Magic, but that's, uh, Oh, you said Anthony Hopkins, right? Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're right. I'm right. Something like that. I'm wrong, you're right. Or
1: or some just like graphic horror, you know, slasher movie or Amityville horror or something. And there'd be an ad that would come out, and and especially around Halloween time, it would come out like at five in the afternoon, you know, or like early evening. And just be like, it would just be right after like an ad for Coke. Sure. And I'd have no preparation and it would just be this really disturbing yeah. 30 uh, seconds of horror. <laughs> and, and, and I think like, seeing those, that put me off so much like horror movies because mm. it was just so disturbing to me. I would just leave the room. Okay.
0: Out. Yeah, and I, was, I just wondered because like, I was thinking of Dead of Night, which is funny you mentioned Magic because that's, I think, probably the first film that has like, the, the ventriloquist who is gonna ask, like, controlled something. by his dummy. But it's also a, a, an anthology, so it has several different stories uh, throughout the film all done by different directors.
1: Yeah, I'm kind of curious, like, at yeah, but what it's, but, point you know, people I, thought, uh, hey, you know, ventriloquist dummies, those are uh, creepy. Yeah. When do we all get on board with that?
0: Yeah. Well, I guess it's creepy, the idea that, I mean, it's a real thing. If you've ever watched, like, I watched a documentary about ventriloquists, and their attachment to their dolls is, can be quite disturbing. Mm. Like, I remember when he, had, he was getting a new d- dummy, he was stepping up in quality, but it was really hard for him to get rid of his old doll so actually like buried it like had a like a in a coffin like buried it like it was a person okay and it was the you know like i know you're making little wide faces i am making faces because it's 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 really bizarre how attached they are to their the dummies so if you knew that about like if you were someone who was working in say vaudeville or music hall in the in in the 30s 20s and 30s you would have known ventriloquists because they would have been a quite a common thing and you would have seen how attached they were to their dummies.
1: I mean, honestly, look—if you're going to—and so uh, it's sort
0: of natural to take that and kind right, of run but with if it. If
1: you're going to do a funeral for your ventriloquist dummy, yeah, cremate it. Like that seems the way to go. You don't want to bury it, no, because it's never going to rot. So it's always going to be down there, and someone could at any point dig them up, and then yeah. you got then you got trouble. But they burn great.
0: <laughs> well, it's not—you're not going to have trouble. It's just a dummy.
1: You are going to have trouble because you're going to see like this dirt covered zombie fucking dummy shows up at your house and then you're gonna shit yourself and uh and well why die. is
0: it gonna show up at your house
1: because some jerk dug it up because it's hilarious <laughs> okay wouldn't you like if you if you were no okay. i
0: wouldn't that'd be mean all right but okay. so here's here's the thing sounds gonna mean in but we, yeah okay,
1: you're in vaudeville yeah and you've got a ventriloquist dummy and yeah. uh your ventriloquist dummy is called a uh, little knothead. Yeah, and you're like, well, this is enough time with little knothead. I'm moving. I'm moving on to to splinter. Yeah, okay. Which I think I'm right now using Woody Woodpecker's nephews. Uh, niece. <laughs> um, okay, so you're gonna move on to splinter now. I yeah. gotta give knothead a proper burial. Yeah. Well, look. You're friends with a bunch of comedians in Bonville. If they hear if they hear Dave's burying his dummy yeah, yeah. in a grave. First of true. all, you're not going to bury it 6 feet down. Yeah. Who's got that kind of time? So you're going to give him a nice shallow grave. You're going to bury him. You <laughs> well, then you're, know you're wild asking animals. For it, yeah, you know wild animals are going to go like uh, digging for him. So you do that. There's no way your friends aren't going to dig that fucking thing up the second your back's turned. sink it into your house and it's, put it in your bed, possible. covered in dirt, just like pointing a finger at you. There's no way they're not going to do that. And I and I say, good for them. You know what they I say? Should
0: I got to counter your argument though okay. with a very simple fact? Is that some guy who's burying his Ventilicus dummy with it with a full like <laughs> funeral rites, full service, doesn't have many friends, and none of those friends are going to be digging up ventriloquist dummies and putting him in well i'm
1: not thinking they should do the egyptian thing this is not and the e- and the ventriloquist should be buried with the dummy okay so like when he dies yeah. he should have the dummy
0: so the dummy is more important than the human
1: no 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 i'm saying like when the ventriloquist dies yeah he should have the dummy buried oh with yeah,
0: him. yeah yeah because
1: sure. especially if you got a grave robber and the grave robber doesn't know what's going on yeah doesn't know just knows this guy was a celebrity and so he digs the person up thinking, I'm going to get some nice jewelry or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Opens it up. Ventriloquist dummy staring at you sure. when you open up. Sure. Again, you're going to die. You're going to fall face first. The coffin lid's going to close. And someone's going to walk by and go, hey, who dug this up? They're just going to cover it back up again. What happens next? The <laughs> next grave robber comes by, go like, I'm gonna. Oh, uh, uh, hey, this looks it's good. A busy Dig graveyard. Up, digs it up, yeah. Uh, opens it up. It's easier this and time. Sees now the freshly killed yeah, grave yeah. digger that you know yeah. next to the dummy, yeah. next to the corpse, yeah. and then that guy goes, shit, <laughs> heart attack, sure. boom, falls in the coffin. The lid. The lid,
0: lazy graveyard attendant comes to the cemetery. Who of, dug
1: it up again? Yeah. Cover it up Cover again. It up. Yeah. Until yeah. you know, it's just a stack of corpses.
0: <laughs> until it's the uh, it's a. It's a uh, horizontal steam room scene from the from Night of the Opera.
1: Beautiful. Speaking of Marx Brothers, before we wrap things up, sure. Please I sent you Marsh a Marsh. weird video.
0: I haven't had time to watch it because I was at work where I don't have uh, Wi Fi. Right.
1: I'm probably going to show a little bit of uh, of it to you tonight because it is it's so strange. <laughs> so um,
0: we'll put. I'll post it on the website as well.
1: We did. Uh, we did a, a, a podcast called uh, Full Marx where we, we went did to the Marx Brothers movie and 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 after that I I did look at some. Marx Brothers impersonators and whatnot. And some are okay. Some not so good. Some guys have one-man Groucho shows. Yeah, yeah. It's all right. And then someone put up this video from an old TV show called Fridays. Loved Fridays. Which was most famous, yeah, for Michael Richards being on it now. Yeah. And Larry David was on it. Sure. And they did a Marx Brothers parody. Ah. uh Like uh, A Night in Tehran. Okay. And it starts with Larry David in brownface. Face. <laughs> Just setting up this whole thing. And then they basically just do a Marx Brothers scene. And they do it really, really well. Leading to like a song and a big dance number. And you think like, oh, they're doing it ironically. And there's going to be a wink to the camera. They do it as straight as you can do a Marx (laughs) Brothers thing. Hitting all the beats. That's pretty good. Yeah, I'd say if you do put this up, give it it a look. Yeah, yeah. And go like, oh my gosh, it's uh, it's weird. It's like, what was this? Yeah, no, for sure.
0: For sure, I'll watch it and I will put it up.
1: The other thing that Fridays was famous for was uh Andy Kaufman went on there and I love uh, that famously yeah uh so good. screwed up his lines at a diner scene and pissed off Michael Richards, but did he or was it all fixed? Who knows? Yeah. Uh yeah.
0: the actress threw water in his face. Yes. And um it was so good. And then a few weeks later, he came back into the show. Yep. Unshaven, circles under his eyes, apologized. <laughs> so sorry for what happened, explained, you know, that he'd been a lot of pressure at work and he just Terrible! It's terrible. And then he, and then a few weeks later, he came back on the show. He was a born again Christian. He was there with his wife. They sang a gospel song together. Such a great bit to stretch it out over three shows like that. Just so brilliant.
1: Was uh, this after he'd been kicked off Saturday Night Live? I don't
0: think he'd been kicked off Saturday Night Live yet. That was a bit I, later. I'm
1: sorry. When I say kicked off, I mean voted off.
0: He he voted himself off Saturday Night Live, but he did intentionally because he didn't want to be on Saturday Night Live anymore. Well,
1: there was a but there was a vote on yeah, the yeah. Show. yeah yeah yeah.
0: But he knew what the vote was going to be because you don't only get negative people phoning. Yeah. So and he did it because he didn't really want to be on Sunday Live anymore. But also he thought it'd be funny. Thought would be funny to get voted off Sunday. And
1: uh, he's probably not wrong. So, hey, gang. And he probably uh, knew he was sick by that point. too. I'm, gonna, oh, I'm sorry about that. Uh, I'm going to show Dave this uh, video. So, uh, yeah, get out of here. So we're going to have to ask you to just step out of the room if that's, <laughs> that's okay. Right. If you want to write to us, we love hearing from you. And, hey, ask us questions or answer some questions. Uh, where can you do that? Let me tell you. Go to sneakydragon uh, dot com, SneakyDragon.com, uh, And uh, there you'll see our episodes. Underneath each one is a message board. And you can just uh, type a little something there. You can also go uh, to the e- uh, email uh, that you have and go uh, SneakyD at SneakyDragon.com. SneakyD at com. Go to Twitter. Sneaky underscore dragon uh, is our Twitter. Uh, or Tumblr is uh, sneakydragon.tumblr.com, uh, uh, dot dot Right? I think that has, that's how that works. I've <laughs> only said this about fifty-five times. Yeah, you sound like it. Yeah, and, uh, it's, fifty-five.
0: It, did you say? Yeah, fifty-five times. I think you said many more, many, 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 well, many, Well more times.
1: So I'd say like we haven't been yeah, saying, but the we've Tumblr, done more than one hundred and ten like, shows. 110, but we haven't said Tumblr for that amount of time. Okay, right? you're right. See what I'm saying? You get yeah, where I'm We used going. to talk about
0: Tumbling Dice. We did. Remember yeah, that? We, oh, those were good times. Yeah, we just, hey, if
1: you want to listen to us talk about Tumbling Dice, listen to our old episodes, which are all at SneakyDragon.com. You can do that. Uh, if you feel like um, throwing us a couple of dollars so that uh, we can afford toilet paper and Purell, uh, <laughs> you go to Patreon.com slash SneakyDragon, and uh, we appreciate it. Uh, if you want to listen to me on Talking Simpsons, do it. You should. There's a free feed and there is a Patreon, uh, feed as well. Uh, if you want to do that with them, just go to Patreon, look up Talking Simpsons on there. Uh, they're doing better off than we are on that kind of stuff. So give us money first, <laughs> then give them some money later on. They're nice people, but let's just be honest. Um, and thank you so much. Hope, uh, hope to see you, hear from you, uh, next time. Stay healthy. Stay loose. Yeah. Uh, be good, uh, to each other. Uh, Be nice. If you see Dave, uh, say hi. Uh, If you see me, wave from a distance. (laughs) Thank you so much.
0: And wash your hands.